Thank you for tuning in to the Once an Athlete podcast hosted by Emily Watson, Once an Athlete, Always an Athlete. Once an Athlete provides resources and relatable content for athletes that are either competing or no longer competes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. Anywhere from how to stay healthy physically and mentally to how to make a career choice, we will provide the support. Our mission is to provide resources and relatable content for athletes who compete or used to compete. Okay, I have Lindsay Robleski here. Um, she played softball at Missouri State as a pitcher in first base. She played there for two years and then retired from the sport. Her junior year, she transferred to Mizzou and finished out her degree. Uh, Lindsay has a degree in textiles and apparel management, which is just like fashion merchandising. She currently works for herself in the health and wellness supplements industry and does pitching lessons. Uh, she has been married to her husband for 14 years, and they have three kids. Her husband is a pilot, so they are a very busy family, and uh, Lindsay takes care of things while her husband is working. Um, their kids are 12, 10, and 7. They are heavily involved with sports, and Lindsay helps coach their teams. At home, they have a dog and a rabbit, and newly installed a pool that they hang out at, and they love to travel. So thank you for being on this podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Of course. So when did you start playing sports? Oh, I started, I mean, I guess when I was really little, I danced a little bit. And then when I was eight, I asked to go to powder puff softball tryouts, <laughs> um, to which my dad kind of snickered at. But um, so that's when it all started. It was about eight. It was, was um, when I really dove into sports. So when did you start playing competitive and was it just softball? Um, so I started, we were actually one of the first 10U competitive teams around this area. Um, so 10U is when I started playing competitive softball. Um, I did play one season of competitive basketball, mostly made up of my softball teammates. Um, I wasn't very good at basketball, so I, I only played one season. Um, and then actually in high school, my senior year, I decided to go out for the co-ed cheerleading team <laughs> so um I cheered and played softball my senior year but um it was mostly softball that was where I where I lived oh how fun and uh yeah. I'm sure the cheerleading helped keep you flexible and for softball <laughs> <laughs> I always joke I'm the least flexible athlete on the planet but but yeah it was That's just funny. kind of a fun thing I decided to do <laughs> That's funny so what what area is that that you grew up in um, I grew up just outside of Kansas City, Missouri, in Blue Springs. Okay, cool. Um, so how has um, how has being a college athlete? Let's kind of skip ahead here. How has being a college athlete influenced your kids in your kids into getting sports into sports? Um, I would just say, like, I was I was so influenced by sports that I just feel like sports needs to be a part of a kid's childhood. Um, I've just always felt like they need to be doing something. So we just, we started putting them in things when they were young and um, they've all kind of taken to their own things. And um, it's just, to me, it's, it's, it's sort of a non-negotiable. You have to be involved in something and it doesn't have to be sports necessarily, but they've all chosen sports. So yeah. 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 yeah it sounds like you grew up with lots of sports and you mm -hmm. want your kids to grow up that way also. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it just teaches you so much. And so I think that it, it's a must do. Yes, uh, ab absolutely. Um, 
so how did being an athlete and then retiring from, from sports after two years in college have an in- influence on your degree path? Um, you know, it's funny. I, when I first went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And really, I used to just say that I wanted to get married and have kids and college was for the life experience. Um, so I went to school to play softball and I was just sort of, I was undeclared while I was at SMS and for anybody listening, MSU used to be SMS. I'm old enough for that. Um, (laughs) and so, uh, I went to school. Um, I was undeclared. I was taking mostly business courses just because that's kind of what fit in. It's funny because when I first went on my visit, I remember asking some of the players if any of them were part of the Greek community. And they sort of laughed at me like I was this naive kid. I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, And so I I learned pretty quickly, like, you're not going to have time for a whole lot of things. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I just took business courses there. And then when I left um, Springfield and went to Mizzou, uh, I sort of just looked at what my what my um, credits would transfer to the easiest. And then also, like, what would I be interested in doing? So it was kind of fun to dive into something that was, you know, more up my alley. I'm not really super business minded um, in like the traditional sense. but the fashion was sort of a fun thing for me to kind of dive into when I left sports. Yeah. And it sounds like you use your business knowledge a lot to this day, but um, uh-huh. what, in what ways have you used your degree? Um, not in a whole lot. However, I did, uh, I worked for Nestle for seven years as a retail sales rep. And part of that job just included um, like building displays and stores. And so Um, I probably used it some there. Um, I use it more in personal life, you know, justifying purchases with cost per wear, (laughs) things that we learned in college that I'm sure normal people are like, wait, what's cost per wear? (laughs) Helps you buy expensive things and not feel bad about it. (laughs) You you know about the quality. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably good with parenting. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's, it sounds like you've had like a really, uh, interesting path with like school and your, your, um, like how you make money now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely, um, I just enjoy the entrepreneur world. I like to work for myself. Um, yes. So I'm really blessed that I've been able to find a path that affords that to me. So yes, absolutely. And with that, how did playing competitive (laughs) sports shape who you are today? I would say in pretty much every way. I mean, I think that it helps you learn, um, you know, how to work through adversity, how to, you know, be mentally tough. And um, I just think that there's so many things in life that require me to draw upon things that I learned on the field. So, yeah, absolutely. Working with different kinds of people. You know, when I went for my first like big girl job interview, that was like, I think my shoe in was that I was an athlete. He was very interested in the fact that I played college athletics and he, I mean, that was kind of all my interview consisted of. So it definitely helps you in, in life and job hunts and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And when I was, um, when I was younger, I remember one of my coaches, I think I was in like 14 and under and one of my coaches was like, you know, when you're older, you can put on your resume that you played competitive softball and yeah. it's, it shows a lot. Yeah. And it was huge. Yeah. So speaking of 
facing adversity that you mentioned about a minute ago. Um, so you told me about your disease that you have in your ankle. So mm-hmm. what, what has your journey been like with that? And have you ever faced any other injuries or setbacks? Yeah. I mean, I think my ankle was, it was sort of one of those, we discovered the injury in my ankle because of something else. I didn't really even know that I had something going on, but um, over time it did progress. I'm basically bone on bone in my ankle. Um, and so it would, you know, definitely affect my play. I had to sit out for about six months to try to let it heal in order to avoid surgery when I was about 12. Um, and I think, you know, just not getting to play. And I, I told you earlier, you know, my dad had me pitching off of a drum stool. So I was putting in time and still practicing, but not getting to play in the games, which are the fun part. Right. Um, so that, that was interesting to work through. I think the bigger, um, more impactful injury I've had. And I don't know that it's an injury per se, but I've always just struggled with my back. I think some of it's genetics. Um, cause my dad and my siblings all have the same issues. Um, and so in college, that was really what I'd say high school and college. That was really, I was having to see chiropractors and go to, you know, massage therapists and go to, um, you know, the training room and just be worked on a lot. Um, because I could barely tie my shoes, but I could pitch in a softball game because I had to, you know? Yeah. Um, and so just kind of having like, you know, like I said before, work through that adversity and dig deep and find the strength. Um, but also, you know, you don't want to sacrifice your whole life, right? You you know, there are more important things than a game. Um, and so, yeah, I, and then after school, um, my back still impacted me and with each one of my kids, it got worse and worse. Um, so it definitely held me back a lot in life just from doing the things you want to do. And that, that was difficult. So. Yeah. It's, you know, it's crazy how like these injuries that you get in like college and, and from sports, like they still affect you and it's, you still have to take care of like, once you're done with sports is you don't just stop taking care of your body. Like it's, it's something for life. Um, so with that, what was what was the transition out of playing competitive sports like for you? And what did you do in your newfound free time? Um, I think for me, you know, my story is a little different in having, you know, retired from the sport. Um, I was just sort of at a place in life where it was some burnout and, and then also just not being a great fit of where I was at for school. Um, and so I was really like, I didn't want anything to do with the sport right afterwards. I was like, I'm done. But then transferring to a new school, that was like the one way I could think of to like meet people. So I played some intramural softball for a little bit, um, which was weird because they just play for fun and I'm super competitive. (laughs) Um, So I just did that for a little bit. And then I remember I played in one fast pitch game with an old coach of mine. And when I came off field, I told my mom, I said, too soon, too soon. Yeah. so I really just stepped away from the sport and just took the time to just be a student for a little while. And, um, you know, I had a blast at, in Columbia and, um, finally after school, you know, I, I coached, um, I coached like a 14 and 16 U team after college. So that was sort of like me dipping my toes back into the sport, um, which was fun. But then I did take a long time off after that. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere near it for probably eight years or so. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Something I 
I kind of the way I put it is like it's like a it's like a breakup like you said it's like yeah it feels like a breakup yeah yeah and totally having to like figure out who am I without that right right yeah it was definitely an interesting transition but um good parts to it but also more difficult parts of just finding your way and you know where do you fit if you're not the athlete yeah so since you were interesting interested in greek life did you end up joining greek life at mizzou i didn't um i had a lot of friends that were part of the greek system um but i just i kind of stayed away from it i just sort of ran with uh i knew a couple people at mizzou so i just hung out with friends that i had met around town and in class and so i didn't i didn't wind up ever doing that but i definitely got to see parts of it from my friend's perspective yeah that's good and it makes the transition out of sports and into a whole new school like easier um at least that's what it sounds like and yeah yeah, it sounds like you went through like a a big change like right in in like one year for sure Yeah, yeah it was definitely interesting yeah so what was one of your favorite moments while competing Oh, well, I'm one, I absolutely loved high school ball and I could easily say we won state championship my sophomore year. So that was definitely a highlight, but I'd say, um, one of the moments that is like my, um, it's the story that always gets told. Uh, we played in a 35 inning game, (laughs) which is ridiculous. It lasted 35 innings. Um, it lasted over two days. Uh, because it started raining in like the 17th inning. So we had to play the second half the next day and we lost one to nothing. <laughs> um, but I pitched the entire game. And so it was like one of those things that are people were like, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a heartbreaker for sure. But definitely one of those things that you're like, wow, I learned a lot from that. But I also still hate extra inning games to this day. It's like <laughs> I have PTSD from it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite amount of extra innings (laughs) yeah I think it I think it tied like a national record or something so kind of cool I want to look it up now (laughs) yeah um yeah that's first of all um and you said you lost one to zero we lost one and that's yeah bottom of 35th inning it hurt so much (laughs) oh gosh I you know what's crazy is when I ask that question to people um everyone's like it's not it's not uncommon for people to bring up a moment where they lost because it's right. like it's it's the fight like it's the process yeah. that is so memorable like that's it's honestly kind of like fun going through the ups and downs and then right. it's heartbreaker when you lose but it's it's something that you'll remember forever right well and it's an, it's a game of failure and if you if you yeah. can't learn to fail forward then I don't know what you can learn so exactly what advice would you give to someone who's recently done playing a sport? Um, I would just say to like try a lot of new things, uh, get yourself out of your comfort zone, um, and just you know honor and pull from what you've learned on the field or on the court or whatever sport is, um, because you learned a lot there whether you realize it or not. And so you know just use that and then throw yourself into all kinds of new things so that you can find you know what makes you tick outside of the sport you've been tied to yeah. for your whole life. So, yeah, exactly. What advice would you give to someone who's currently playing a sport? Um, well, I would say 
don't take it so seriously. It is just a game. I tell my kids sometimes that there are things worth crying over and striking out isn't one of them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you know, forward thinking is what, what I always tell them as well. You know, you've got to be able to reflect for a second about what just happened, but you have to move forward. So yeah, yeah. that would be, oh, and it doesn't take talent to hustle. <laughs> that was another big yeah. thing. I'm like, you, you know, you could be not as great of an athlete as the next person, but if you're the one hustling, I'm going to look at you all day. Exactly. So, I am so glad you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> That's huge. Um, you Like the, once you get to um, the college level, like everyone's got talent, but, mm-hmm. but who has the right attitude and hustle? Yes. hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Do you have anything else to add? Um, I don't think so. I just think, you know, sports are such a huge, um, part of development, I, I believe for kids. Um, and I just think that, you know, if you can play a sport and like I said, not take it so seriously and not think of it as like a life or death situation, um, you're going to learn so much and, um, you're going to be better for it throughout your life. Exactly. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. You had great things to say, and I can't wait for people to hear what you have to say. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. I think it's really cool. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify at Once an Athlete, Facebook at Once an Athlete Crew, and find our channel on YouTube, which is linked on the header of our website, www.onceanathlete.com.